0: So the idea is to present truthfulness in this this podcast. And the definition for truthfulness, I just ran across this in one of my readings of the Vedic teachings, truthfulness is speaking frankly about the nature of reality without distorting the facts to please others. And if truthfulness is one of the, the pillars of society, for society to be whole and, and strong and flourishing and nourishing to the citizens, then truthfulness is, is an absolute necessity.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Breaking Trail podcast. This is where you learn how to navigate life's journey through ancient wisdom. All you have to do is sit back and tune in to the conversation between me, Ruben, and my friend, teacher, and Vedic scholar, Balakia. In today's episode, we'll be speaking about the meaning of breaking trail, the importance of staying true to ourselves, and how to follow our true calling.
0: So, yeah, welcome everybody. Nice to to be with you, whoever is out there.
1: So we're just going to dive right, into it, right onto it, you know, we're I, I, I found that it's kind of interesting how we focused more and more on, you know, the, the material standard goes up, but, and we get more access to more satisfaction through our senses, but still we're not, we're not happier. So there seems to be something wrong with that, uh, that idea, you know?
0: We would call it a flawed philosophy.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, but as far as the podcast itself goes, you know, sometimes people ask, "Well, what is what is the real bottom line purpose of this podcast?" You know, and in and we've talked about this on, on other podcasts before. The four principles of religion, you know, that actually hold society up, if they are present in society you know have been eroded away and, and basically these principles don't exist you know and the only one left, left is truthfulness and it's so shaky yeah. and, and deteriorated <laughs> that it's you know it's like a, an icicle hanging down from a, a frozen waterfall that's just ready to break off at any moment and you're trying to climb up this icicle, you know, it's like ah. you're on shaky ground. Mm. So the idea is to present truthfulness in this, this podcast. And the definition for truthfulness, I just ran across this in one of my readings of the Vedic teachings. Truthfulness is speaking frankly about the nature of reality without distorting the facts to please others. Wow. So <laughs> let's let's read that again. Truthfulness is speaking frankly about the nature of reality without distorting the facts to please others. So that's the that's the foundation of this podcast. You know to to, to present, you know, the facts Of reality without distorting it, because oh, somebody won't like this, or or this this group of people might be offended, or somebody might not like us because we say this, whatever. Uh Then, then you don't get truthfulness. You just get all kinds of, you know, adjusted fake. You know, what do they talk about all the time? Fake news. You know, it's not really what we need. You know, and if truthfulness is one of the the pillars of society, for society to be whole and and strong and flourishing and nourishing to the citizens, then truthfulness
1: is is an absolute
0: necessity.
1: And it's and it's even and it's even like even though you don't think that you offend someone, I think most people speak to because for some you know to some extent or another they want followers or they they want money or they want appreciation they want they want something from you know the person that they're speaking to
0: yeah so you're controlled by them you know you've already compromised yourself and and sold out basically to the audience and you may have an amazing you know, number of followers. I mean, it might be thousands, millions, who knows, you know. But what is the value? And that that's where this idea of, you know, the century of the self has gone, you know. It's taken us in that direction, and now it's just running full speed ahead, you know. So we look the way we will think other people will like us to look, or we say what... Other people you know want to hear or we play all kinds of compromised games, you know we compromise ourselves completely, you know we sell out ourself yeah. and therefore we're totally feeling like that. I'm not really me, you know, I'm not really myself, I'm what everybody else wants me to be. I'm not really myself, you know yeah. And then there's the other whole movement to be yourself. But that means just blending in what everybody else says you should be like in a different way.
1: Yeah, and and if they don't want to know what the self is, like that's a big philosophical question. What is the self? We have to know what the self is. However, are we going to focus on the self if we don't know what that is? That's right. You know. It just seems like it's taken for granted that we know <laughs> that, you know, I'm this body, this is what I am, I am my senses, and whatever, like, well, yeah. here's my passport, like you say, You know, sometimes, like, it's clearly stated. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, I am who my passport says I am, and who society thinks I am. And now that's become so controversial that, you know, okay, I got this self, but I'm going to change it to another self. Yeah. You know, and it, where does it end? It just keeps getting more and more confusing and more and more, you know, unfulfilling because none of it's true. This yeah. truthfulness statement is not being applied to our lives. You know, it sounds yeah. good on paper. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I agree. You know, but when you start applying that to your life, you know, it, it's not really played out. So, exactly. The purpose of this podcast is to present the truth as it is declared in these yoga teachings that we base all of our knowledge and vision and understanding, you know, on and let it fall where it does. You know, it, it just will we'll find fertile ground in some places and other places it will not. Yeah. And, you know, the example given in the Vedas oftentimes is the rain cloud. It, it rains on the everything. It rains on the rocks. It rains on the desert. It rains on the, you know, the fertile soil. It rains on the ocean, you know, and it has different effects depending on where it falls. Yeah. So obviously this podcast will have different effects depending on where it falls, you know, from pushback to... You know, thank you to receptivity. To wow, this changed my life. To you know, it's okay, but I'm not interested. I mean, it'll run the gamut. We know that. I mean, it's not any mystery here. Yeah. You know, but it's still going to be, be the way <laughs> the way it is. <laughs> you know,
1: and, yeah. I know. We just, but, but, yeah. Is it? Is it possible to to become more receptive then I mean that, that's on the receiver end how, how do we?
0: <laughs> well, yes, of course and and that's that's one of the the ideas behind breaking trail you know you know you may not like breaking trail breaking trail you know kind of comes from from a mountain you know background. Between Reuben and I, really, you know exactly. where
1: maybe be good to mention <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, where did this name come from? <laughs> you know, because when you're traveling in the mountains, you know there's trails that are well worn and and obviously you know they're on the maps, and it shows where you're going to go and what to expect ahead and et cetera, et cetera. and then you know, there might be other unknown trails. And, and, you know, it's not on the map or, you know, you don't really know what's coming up. And so, therefore, you know, you take the chance. It's kind of like take the adventure. Let's see where this thing goes. you know. <laughs> or in winter, it's, it's even more obvious. I mean, you can be on an established route. But say there's a, a recent snowstorm and the trail has disappeared and, therefore, you've got to— break trail you've got to make a new trail through the new snow you know and it could be deep and it you know it increases the difficulty you know a lot oh. and you know the 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 signs you know and the, the trail indicators and so on that you used to rely on because you've been down this trail and it's up it gone it disappeared you know and mm-hmm. well where is the trail now you're looking at such a you know uh, an unmarked landscape you know and so it becomes more challenging physically and mentally and orienteering-wise. And I know the person's going to hear it say, well, you just get out your phone with your GPS and, you know, it becomes very clear. You know? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Or or your map and your compass and all that's true, but it still doesn't make the deep snow any easier to go across just because you know you're going in the right direction.
1: That's very true.
0: (laughs) But if you've got your goal and you know where you're trying to go and you you just keep going, you know, you're breaking new trail and therefore it breaks into a new area of your abilities and, and and your determination and etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's kind of the
1: concept behind this breaking and trail and I, and I and it's just like knowing that you have somewhere to go it makes it so much easier like i just remember once when i was hiking this was in february in north of sweden it's just, you know really really dark all the all the time and Really cold, it's probably minus twenty five or, or something. You know, we were we're just hiking for a long, long time and we, we're looking for this cabin. And of course we had our like GPS watches, so we plotted in many of the cabin coordinates in the GPS watch. So it would tell us like how far it is to go to the cabin. But this one cabin we didn't because we thought, you know, oh we're gonna find it this <laughs> So we're walking and walking and just like when you don't know when you don't know where you're going, like or when when you Just like it it was just so frustrating to to just keep walking. You're looking for this cabin, and you're like we're we're looking at because we didn't have the watch. Like we didn't know we wouldn't we didn't we had no clue like where this is gonna be. You know, you were like out there in the dark, and and just finally we decided we're gonna put up the tents right here because it's so easy to like just. it's very hard to make the decision when to put the tent up when to just say you no know, enough is enough you know i'm gonna camp here so we that's why we kept walking and walking but eventually we said we're not gonna put our tents up but that's when we in the far far distance we saw something and we said you know that it's gotta be the hut we saw like 10 gotta be the huts before that but you know we, this <laughs> time we, we went for it and there were rocks but this one was a hut finally and yeah so just having that direction. Yep. once you once we knew that that was a cabin and once we could see it once the like uh what what is it called the, the the form of the cabin was was there and we could see it walking through the snow wasn't a hard thing you know we didn't even think about it like <laughs> it was just like even a full day so tired so cold you know we didn't think about it it was easy yeah because you knew like the, that's the yeah. goal.
0: Yeah, all those things come into play in life. You know, we can talk about it, you know, and the examples of, you know, our trips in the mountains and so on. But really, life is that journey. And, you know, we have to break trail from beginning to end, really. You know, and we need some guidance. We need some direction. We need to know what the goal is. And, you know, that's why we have our scriptures, the maps, if you will, of life and, we have the guides the spiritual masters that you know guide us and you know but we have to still have the determination inside to to want to do this and you know the more you do it the more that is increased you know i really like this and one success leads to another success you know success was defined as the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose, so you 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 have an aim and it, you achieve it, that gives you even more impetus mm. to keep going. You know? And you know, ultimately, well, let's let's back up a little bit because you mentioned it, you know, a while back that mm. you know this is the century of the self. But if we don't know who the self is, then you know, w- what are we dealing with? We don't even know what we're dealing with, you know. And so, again, we've talked about this on various occasions, that the self that we speak about is the spiritual self, the true self, our true identity. Who am I? Really, not the temporary identity of the body we happen to be living in at this moment. you know. And so, if we don't know our true self, then what we do is falsely identify with the temporary bodily self, and there's two levels here, the physical and the mental. And, you know, our whole life revolves around that, you know. So that's why this thing has caught on so much the century of the self because people are, you know, more and more able to present th- their material self to other people you know, with just a click of a button or, you know, a post on on the social media or something and and get some feedback. And so it just brings us more and more into a self-centered consciousness of, look at me, you know, this is what I did, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm going to do. And we present it like it's the best thing that's ever happened, and we're having so much fun doing it, you know. And all it does is just make the other people who know they're not doing it and they probably won't ever have that same opportunity envious because it looks like, you know, that they're having more fun than I am, Yeah. you know. And I want to be them. I want to be having that fun. I want to be, you know, having more fun. Mm. So then, you know, if I'm on that end of the scale, then I've got to create an illusion to other people that well, you're doing this, but I'm doing this, and look at me, you know, and it just snowballs and snowballs, and becomes people's lives
1: so because they they identify in that way is is kind of having the effect that others are doing that too,
0: yeah, so I am who people perceive me to be mm. <laughs> yeah. and uh then they create whole movements behind you know, these false identities, you know, and and powerful movements that are, you know, affecting the lives of, you know, so many people. And it's it's just a fake world, really. And that's why out of this movement of self-centeredness comes increased signs that it's not working, you know, with the depression, the anxiety. You know, the feeling of I don't even know who I am, you know. I'm nobody, I'm ugly, I'm this, I'm that. I must change, I must become like they want me to be. You know, we're so easily influenced by others anyway. And the more we depend on others for our our personality and our, our feeling of success and worthiness, then the weaker I am, you know. I don't really have anything that's me. It's all just a bunch of other people's opinions of me that creates my identity. But all of it's fake, whether everybody likes me or nobody likes me, because of my material situation, whether it's physical, mental, philosophical, political, you know, whatever it is, it's it's all not true, you know. So therefore, there's no real strength there, and there's no real happiness and fulfillment there,
1: right? Yeah, I see totally, I see totally, because it's not real, it's not the real, it's not seeing you for what you really are, and you're not getting strength from what you really are.
0: Yeah, so that's why the true spiritual Uh, personalities, those who are the realized souls, those who have actually traversed this path, you know, that's another point about breaking trail. In Bhagavad Gita you know the lord is speaking you know and he says many many, many sages in the past past have traversed this path and become successful you know yeah. this is the path of self-realization this is the path of self-discovery the path of you know spiritual evolution and reestablishing our lost relationship with the supreme lord Based on the guidance and teachings of the yoga scriptures, hmm. and so the Lord Himself said many, many sages in the past have traversed this path, broken this trail, and su- achieved success and happiness. So it works; the process works. See, yoga is not a process of failure. You know, I was, you know advocating bhakti yoga because it's it's the highest platform of yoga as declared, you know, in the, in the Vedic scriptures and by the Supreme Lord himself and by those who have traversed this path and become fully realized, they all declare that bhakti yoga is the topmost yoga system, the sumum bomam of the yoga process. So, you know, if the Lord says, you can traverse this path and become successful. Many, many others have, see, mm. meaning, you know, it is a path that works, if you will. You know, it does lead to where you want to go, and that's true happiness and true satisfaction, and, and full strength and understanding of your true self. I am spirit soul, and the body the, is temporary and no matter what it looks like and how much i change it or dress it or present it to others in a way they want to see it or whatever it's temporary and it's gone in a flash you know all of a sudden you're not in that body anymore you know <laughs> yeah. i mean
1: it's it's just a false promise but uh, and and that's like again back to the break and trail comparison because i was thinking about that as well that i you know in terms of i don't know if someone is maybe someone can relate to this but when you're skiing and you sometimes especially this one time i remember we were trying to follow it like a, a trail into the into the mountains and we you know you you, you there was a lost trail there the trail was there it was just like there was snow that had fallen on top of it and you had to really feel your way because you could you couldn't see it but you could feel it when you were walking there like this this is the path that someone has gone before so I, I guess that's the idea like that Someone has walked there before, on this in this lost trail you're not breaking trail like a completely new trail. you're not just making your own thing, but you're following in the footsteps of these realized souls that you say, and that trail is just a little bit easy, more difficult to see. The snow has been you know just come over it, the fresh snow has come over it a little bit, but you you know yeah
0: yeah that's that's exactly right. We're not it's, saying, just branch off on your own and make a new spiritual path, yeah. That's the yeah. opposite of what we're saying. You must follow this established path, you know, that's been given by the Supreme Lord himself and handed down through ages and ages, you know, and the wise people are they taking others across the same trail, you see, and, and achieving success. Mm-hmm. So... Another point, you know, we're always, you know, talking about mountains and snow and whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that keeps coming back. But, but uh, uh, if somebody has walked before you on that snow covered trail,
1: uh-huh. and their
0: tracks might be kind of slightly covered, but there's still faint indications of where they walked, mm-hmm. then it's much easier. For you, and and you know, well, I'm on the right trail because I'm following these tracks. Mm. You know, provided the tracks go in the right direction. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can follow somebody just lost, and you know, you're just following another person into his lost world. But, (laughs) but we're talking about a person who's not lost, and and in this yoga, uh, you know, path, so to speak. Mm. You know, there's nobody lost here. You know, the masters are not lost. They're just saying, follow my footsteps. And it's the more closely we can do that, you see, the more successful we'll be, and the easier the route is and the safer it is.
1: You know. Right.
0: One time I was skiing in the mountains, backcountry skiing with a friend of mine, and you know, he was leading because he was he was basically my my mountain backcountry mentor. You know, and we made a deal when we met. I mean, he was quite well known in the area as one of the guys. You know, he was like on top of the, the, the hierarchy there. <laughs> but he became interested in chanting and, and, and the teachings, you know, of bhakti yoga and so on. And, and so we made an agreement. He said, you know what, I'll teach you about the mountains if you teach me about spiritual life.
1: <laughs> and I said you like, done. You were like, sure, I don't <laughs> done deep. <deal.
0: laughs>
1: you know, no problem. So you'd probably be happy to do that anyway. Whatever he <laughs> was gonna teach you. <laughs>
0: yeah. So anyway, one day we're out and he's in front and we're going up this place and and so he didn't know that the idea was well, always follow me. Follow me. So we go up to to a high, you know, higher up, higher up. And then there was a a dip in the snow. Like in his trail, he was far enough ahead that I couldn't see him. I was just following his tracks.
1: Uh, And
0: so this dip went down and up like that. Yeah. And then so that's where he went and then off to the right. And so my, you know, concept was, well, why go down and back up when I can just go around to the left and and avoid this this dip, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So that's what I just t- took my own route, but as I got to the apex of this circle that I was going to make to come back to his trail, there was a cornice, and the whole thing broke off. Oh, you know
1: wow. And
0: So you know, of course it, I was OK. it wasn't you know, but when I got to him, I told him, and he said, "Yeah, see, I told you, follow my tracks." <laughs> wow! <laughs> I said, oh, God, "Okay, I get it.
1: <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> wow!
0: So yeah. that's the way it is in spiritual life. We don't go off on another person uh, on our own whim. You see, the, we understand the master's the one who knows, and you follow his tracks, you can't go wrong. You see, because
1: it's, it's a dangerous game. Like life is. There's so many pitfalls. I mean, really, just
0: <laughs> yeah." Yeah. So, you know, if you if you've got faith in your guide, your spiritual guide, and you follow him, then you know you're safe. You know you're okay. You know, walking through a minefield, you're not going to just go up on your own. You know, you're following a person in front of you steps where well, he stepped there and it didn't blow up. So therefore, <laughs> you step in the same place and so on and so on. You see and you get through the minefield you don't just go off on your own and say well i like it over here the flowers over there you know maybe this will be shorter and easier and you know because you know that's a life and death situation so in spiritual life it's it's actually even more crucial as being a life and death situation
1: but you know? and, and but but this is an important point that people speak about a lot and i think because you you do find a lot of people who say all different kinds of things, but then it generally falls back to intuition. Like what 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 is the role of intuition or the the gut feeling
0: well, in this game? You know, intuition can
1: can be pure or it can be all
0: very much contaminated. You know, depending on on the individual. You know, so what I might feel in my gut may be very you know, biased or prejudiced because of desire or, you know, all kinds of different reasons that I want something to be this way, so my gut tells me to go in this way. You know, but the more pure we are, then the more that gut feeling, which is basically, you know, number two things, our intelligence and, and the Lord in the heart, you know, revealing the truth to us. You see, so that's why I can't always trust my intuition. I mean, many people have found that they they acted on their intuition and, and it wasn't trustworthy. Yeah.
1: You know? mm.
0: But, you know, if I had really, you know, many people, again, back to the mountains. You know, one thing that the authorities on all this backcountry travel say is, you know, if it feels wrong then don't group think, don't just, oh, because everybody else thinks it's okay, and you don't doesn't mean it is, you yeah. know. Basically, yeah. they're saying follow your gut, you know, mm. and so, yeah, there's there's validity there, you know, but when it comes to spiritual life, you know, again, it's a little bit different, but if you're serious, if you're really serious about knowing the truth, then... Th- the, the more serious you are, the more that inner feeling is going to be correct. And if somebody's speaking some philosophy that's just like, you know, obviously not true, you, you're probably going to feel that if you're serious. Mm-hmm. But if you're not serious, then it's going to sound correct, see, see. because that's what you want to hear and it, it appeals to what you already believe and think. And so, oh, I like that guy. He says what I already think and feel. And so, you know, it's completely wrong, but you're completely wrong too, you know, and your thinking and feeling <laughs> is wrong. So, therefore, you know, you find each other and support each other in the wrong direction.
1: So, so in a, but in a sense, it's, it really comes back to sincerity, you know, like you, you get what you want and then, <laughs> exactly, you know,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: sincerity
0: and faith, you know, and that's, that's a crucial factor you know, in spiritual life, and and, it, and at some point, a person might, you know, seriously decide that I want to change my life. I mean, seriously decide, not just whimsically. Oh, it'd be good to change my life, you know, if it was easy and fit in with what I already like to do. <laughs> no, sincerely, seriously decide to change your life, whatever it takes, you know. And, you know, from the beginning, it might be difficult. I'm going to, I'm going to be faced with many challenges, you know, and, and I'm going to, you know, probably go in a direction that's not popular and whatever, but I'm going to do it. Well, that person will be guided properly, and, and he will be led to a, a true master, a true teacher who can actually truly, you know, help him traverse the material world, you know, the ocean of material misery, as we've talked about many times, you know. So, so, yeah, that's why you see so many people going in so many different directions, fully convinced that they're right. Mm,
1: that's true. Because they're yeah.
0: getting what they want. They're convinced because that's what they want to be convinced of.
1: Well, and, and that's, again, something that is kind of comforting. When you look at the world, you see that there's so much imperfections and things that you wouldn't like to have in the world well however you can change it if people keep wanting what they want then that will manifest in the world and there will be you know weird things and wars and conflicts because
0: yeah imperfect people want imperfect things and they create imperfections exactly Mm -hmm.
1: yeah because i was always i mean there's been a huge thing for me like i from the start when my mom She's really like a mountain goat or a mountain fox or something, you know. She's really inspired me to to be in nature a lot. And I just really, really wanted to do something about the environmental problem. And you know, that that's what like started me into the spiritual uh path, so to say, because I you know, so I started studying environmental engineering and I finished my studies, but and I, you know I felt like there had to be something more. Some some other because you you, you cannot again like it comes back to what people want in the inside and the inside will reflect on the outside so you can't just change technology and assume that people are gonna everything's gonna be good because you have better technology like we're gonna misuse it somehow of course yeah Yeah. as long
0: as the unfulfilled need of the soul is nagging us then we're going to try to to fulfill that from consuming because we think we're the body and we're going to consume in one way or another, whether we, we make our energy from fossil fuels or, you know, wind and solar and et cetera, et cetera, you know, it's still going to be the consuming consciousness that, that's driving the whole thing. Excellent. You know, and so it, it's not really the solution, you know. What is what is the uh, E.F. Schumacher said, he was an economist from Britain you know, in the 70s, and he said there's enough for everybody's need but not enough for every man's greed, you know. So, you know, nature provides for every man's need. Look at all the animals, you know, they're provided for, you know. Nature has provided food for this species, food for that species, you know, and the plants and the aquatics, et cetera, et cetera, you know. They have their needs met, you know, and their needs are much more simple, see. But when the soul gets the human form of life, you know, the physical needs, you know, are there. And so nature provides all that. And then, you know, but when it comes to mental and psychological needs, you know, that enters another realm because that's where the need of the soul manifest the most. These these deep desires of fulfillment that aren't being met. So with our intelligence and so on, we figure out more and more ways to consume, you know, more readily, more easily, more conveniently.
1: And try to know, fill that hole.
0: More globally, you know, to fill up the exactly. hole. But the hole is not being filled. So we just develop new technology to increase it. And then we see we've created a problem, so we try to keep the same emptiness, you know, and greed, but now try to adjust it with different types of energy or whatever, whatever, you know, environmental habits to improve. And But we haven't solved the problem, you know. And so the, if you don't go to the root problem, I'm spirit soul and I need spiritual food, then you just keep generating the same scenario in different ways and hmm. you never you never really solve the problem hmm. yeah. so you're not breaking any new trails here it's the same old trail you know with exactly. a new pair of shoes or, or a new pair of pants or a new <laughs> jacket or you know it, it's still the, the same trail and you you're not really changing anything you know, you're just dressing up different, <laughs>
1: you know? or you're so, following the trail, but you're following in the other direction. Like you're going against the trail, but you're still going the trail. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's like mm. so. That's that's you know why why we need to just stick to truthfulness. You know, mm-hmm. speak in the nature of reality. You know, reality is we're spirit soul. I mean, that's absolute reality. Absolute means it's eternally true, it never changes. That's what absolute means. Absolute truth. You know, it never changes. You know, the world is a world of relative truth. You know, it's changing all the time. It's true because of these certain set of conditions. You know, we change those conditions and that truth is no longer relevant. So it's not true anymore. You know, like I always give the example of water. You know, it boils at 100 degrees centigrade, you know. Well, you know, everybody that's been to any kind of features glass. yeah, yeah, that's true, you know. But it's relative because if you go to 4,000 meters, water boils at a lower temperature, see. And so therefore it's no longer true. So if water is boiling at 4,000 meters, you can't say, oh, it's 100 degrees, because it's not. That's why it takes longer to cook food at higher altitude, yeah. you know, because the water is not as hot. You know, 90 degrees or 80 degrees is not as hot as 100 degrees. So if it took you 10 minutes at sea level, it takes you 15 minutes at altitude.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's relative to the to the altitude because the altitude is determined— Determining the, the atmospheric pressure and therefore the water boils, you know, pressure is less at higher altitudes so the water boils at a lower temperature, et cetera, et cetera. In any anyway, way, the, the point is the same. You know, it's it's a relative, relative. truth because it's dependent on altitude, hmm. barometric hmm. pressure. Hmm. So the material world truths, you see, the material truths are all in that category, relative Mm. You know, it used to be a person lived 40, 50 years, you know, back in some previous times. And that was considered old age. You know, he lived a long time. You know, he lived to be 50, you know, Mm. because at that time, you know, due to conditions, that was an old lifespan. But, you know, now the average age is 80 or 78 or whatever it is, you know, and you think, well, 50, that's young, you know. So it's relative to the time, it's all relative. (sighs) Whereas absolute truth is always true, you know. So the absolute truth is I'm spirit soul, I'm not this material body, see. This time I'm in a human body, you know. Well, that's true if you want to identify me according to the body, see. But I'm not the body, you know. Last lifetime I may have been in a dog body, You see, next lifetime I may be in a bird body. So, oh, he's a bird or he's a human or he's a dog, you know. No, that's just the body. But the absolute truth is I'm still the same spiritual person, you see, with a different set of clothes on, so to speak. So I'm spirit, soul is eternally true. That never, ever changes, you see. The body's temporary, I'm eternal. That's always true. I'm an individual. I'll never become you, I'll never become someone else, I'll never become God. I'm the individual that I am today, that I was last time in, in another life, and I'll be in my next life. That's eternally true. I'm not going to be another person, you see. That's all eternally are. the same. So this is absolute knowledge. And then you, you branch out to the material world, which is this, you know just another... You know a place that's temporary made of material energy and and on and on it goes. so if you learn to live your life on the absolute platform of truth, then you know you're going to be living correctly, and that's the teaching of the Vedas, especially the bhakti teaching hmm. you know and and so that's what the masters teach and and their trail that they're trying to encourage us to follow them on is a trail through the journey of life in the material world following the absolute knowledge, Mm. to go higher and higher in consciousness, to evolve spiritually, you know, and come more and more to enlightenment about our true identity, the material world, the reality of the material world, the temporary nature of matter, and the eternal nature of spirit, and ultimately, you know, knowledge of the spiritual world and our position in the spiritual world, our relation with the source of everything, the original person, Adi Purusha, the Supreme Lord, what is my relationship, how can I enhance that relationship, all of that. That is... You know, the trail that we're talking about, breaking, that is the trail, you know. Yeah. And it's a trail that leads to absolute life, an absolute world, you know. And it's it's the trail of the soul, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's... That's wonderful. And if a person wants to really change their life, then that's how you do it. The point is that the absolute journey along the absolute trail of absolute knowledge led by the absolute master is the trail to ultimate success in life. You got me?
1: Yeah, I just like, uh, (laughs) yeah, I got it that's what we want yeah that's what we we all want to be successful we're we're just aiming 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 for success in different ways and many people are really really going for it for the material success or the career you know that's like
0: what's yeah we want a good outcome from an undertaking and you know that has to be a spiritually realized outcome for it to be really good ultimate good
1: yeah and eternally good—not just good for this lifetime, but how about the next one, and how about the next one after that? Yeah, you're eternal. Talking life.
0: Absolute here, we're talking about eternal, eternal good, eternal success. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah—all these material success stories—they're like flashes in the pan. You know, you know, you can read about them in the, in the news every day about some amazing success story that ended just. In nothing.
1: Yeah, that's true. And we've, we've mentioned this many times, but like Russell, Russell Brand, or there are many artists that are just yeah. You know, the, the, the fame doesn't cut it.
0: I just read a story yesterday in a news: a Romanian, uh, you know, cryptocurrency entrepreneur who got in very early, and you know, he, he was worth two billion dollars and you know, 41 years old. You'd say that was successful.
1: Mm -hmm. For
0: most people, that would be a success. But supposedly, the story goes that he was swimming off the coast of Costa Rica, you know, and got caught up in a current and disappeared, you know, and, and, you know, gone. And uh, so, you know, of course, there's always theories come out, well, maybe it's not really true, and he just, you know arranged his disappearance for whatever reason and whatever but the the point is whether he did or didn't that's not the point you know it's was that a success and when he dies if he's got you know 200 billion dollars accumulated through cryptocurrency or other means <laughs> he's still gone you know it's it's like what you know it, you're going to take that with you and of course no so it's that's the kind of success is not success in in the reality of the of this
1: term but but why do we i mean just why do we do that (laughs) i mean if if you i don't know it just seems so unreasonable to me why you would spend your life doing that but you know maybe i'm just I can never make any money anyway, so I just I've just decided I've given up. But <laughs> but you know, it's just like
0: well, it's it's basically ignorance, you know. If you if you bring it right down to it, it's ignorance, mm. you know. And we don't know all these things that we've been declaring to be true. The Vedas declare to be true. The masters declare to be true. You know, <clears throat> if you don't know this. Then you're going to try to fulfill those desires of, you know, success and fame, and you know, falsely proud and whatever, whatever, any way you can. You know, any any way you can. You're going to, and some people's karma is such they just fall into a, a materially successful, life. You know, a lot of people dabbled in. Cryptocurrency and lost all their money and here's a guy that you know got in and made two billion and you know that was his karma that's what he had in store for him, you know, and people look at that and say, Well, if he can do it, I can do it, not necessarily it depends on your karma. you know some people try and try and try you just like you said, you can't make any money, no matter what you do, you know. Money eludes you, yeah. and other people might do a very similar thing and just line their pockets so you know awesome. people forget it's karma, it's not oh, he did this, and he did that it's it's karma, you know, of course he did whatever he did previously to make it so that was his karma, you know it's not like he didn't do something. Because mm. karma is just the results
1: of our actions. So, just, you know. If, people win the lottery, you know, and they think like, oh, they did nothing to, you know. Yeah. It was just their time to win the
0: lottery. And
1: yeah. other people, it wasn't their time.
0: Yeah. But, uh, and this is this is absolute knowledge, you see. This is the reality of, of the nature of the material world. Mm. And, and that's what we need to learn, you know. It said a person in the mode of goodness accepts what comes to him easily. Mm. You know, so if a person's struggling, 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 it should be obvious. It's not, you know, your karma. It's it's not what you're going to get this time. Yeah. You know, so just relax.
1: (laughs) that's, That's what I, exactly exactly and let go of control like that feeling of trying to control everything to the very end it's really it's really a suffering feeling it's it's not a nice feeling like you you feel like there's no one to protect you there's nothing to protect you but your own power yeah you know and not just your yourself but like your family and that's that's I I don't even have kids I just have you know the wife but you know That's a strong feeling, like you you want to protect them, you want to make sure that they have a good life, you know, so you struggle, you struggle, you try to make it possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we struggle, we try and, uh, you know, it's like, we think I can do it, I'm the doer. And this is part of the illusion of the material world, that we're not the doer. It's the modes of nature that are the door. You know, we have to have another discussion on the moods of nature.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: This is so critical to understand. And then without this knowledge that is so crucial to understanding life, we don't know what to do with life. And we come to all these false conclusions and realizations. And, you know, we accept false teachings and, And it just keeps us in a very difficult position, you know, Mm. a very difficult position, you know. And then you go off on other, you know, areas of the illusion and, you know, the desire to be happy through sensual pleasures. And that never ends either, you know. And, you know, we just become more and more depraved and degraded and, you know, remove any kind of obstacles and barriers to to sensual experiences thinking that it will make me more happy and, and you know it's so obvious it doesn't make anyone happy but we can't see that you know no. we can't see that or it, maybe it didn't make them happy but it'll make me happy
1: you're just walking you that trail and just pushing it to the limit you know <laughs> you're like yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's another trail but it's it's a, it's a trail that leads to the cliff, you know, and eventually you're going to fall off that cliff. You know, and You know, the rocky landing at the bottom is not comfortable. And, and so it's, and, you know, another point, you know, there's so many points that just mm-hmm. pop up, but whatever direction in life I take, it's not just me. Whatever direction in life I take, it's not just me, you know. I'm, I'm not an island. I'm not an independent entity just going through life in whatever way I do and not affecting other people. Hmm. See, I affect other people no matter what direction I take. You know, I influence people. I, I create situations with people that affects them in one way or another way. And so if you've got a whole society following a philosophy of, you know, increased sensual pleasures, you, you're just a mass movement, you know, and, and you're going to have leaders that stand out and say, well, hey, everybody, come this way. yeah, This will make you more happy. yeah, And you've got another leader who stands up and he says, well, you know, that's that's okay, but this is better. You know? And everybody just, you know, follows the new one, the new direction, you know, the new, the new trendy thing, you know, and, and that, you know, along the way you see all these, you know, people who were the casualties, let's say, along the way, you know, but people just keep going. You know? And, <laughs> you know, they they can't understand it doesn't work. You know, the whole drug story and, you know, fentanyl, you know, the new drug of choice for many people, and it's so easy to smuggle, and it's such a small quantity, you know, does so much, and, you know, and and it kills people, and people are just jumping on board like, well, doesn't matter, you know, it's worth it because the high is fantastic, and, you know, it's like... If it kills me, it does, but I'll have a few moments of pleasure before I die. I mean, like the it's absurd when you when you look at it from the outside, but when you're in that consciousness, that's just where you're at. And that's that's the the captured consciousness that makes it so we just are victimized completely.
1: You know. So Blech. that's it's a
0: sad story and exactly if we come back to truthfulness Mm. and following the truth see see the world as it is the nature of reality you know don't distort the facts you know don't try to please others just embrace the truth if it's painful if it's not painful you know the truth often hurts you know, it's 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 not always comfortable. The truth is often very, mm-hmm. very difficult. You know, but if you're a seeker of the truth, you understand that's just the reality of of this path.
1: And and that's again like I, I this is Bhaktivedanta Swami, one, one of your spiritual masters. He said, if I remember right, that you know, material life is, or spiritual life may be hard, but Material life is impossible. <laughs>
0: yes. Like yes, uh, you know. <laughs> that's one of his just statements. Wow! <laughs> just <Yeah>. like, boom. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, material life. Yeah.
1: yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, like, that's exactly do, because I and, and I was just thinking like it's for me. It wasn't like I, I don't think of it. I mean, of course, one says one says that, but when I reflected on it on my coming to this process, I. It's not like i changed my life i came to life and i guess it's the same thing like okay so spiritual life may be hard but that's when you feel really alive and and you know okay so it may be hard but that's the only time that you're really alive when you're pursuing that and when when you're doing that like you you're following again like from a marketing, like you're following your calling, you're, you're this inner yearning for something more. You're you're finally like following that, and okay, so you might have to break trail, really. It may be hard, and you may have to repeat and stamp down and walk back a little bit, and then try again. And but that's you still know you 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 know that you're on the right path, and you know that you're following this calling, and it's satisfying. On the way, <laughs> like it's,
0: yeah, yeah. And I often explain to people when you know. When you know that you're doing the right thing with your life, that's huge. When you, when you know that you're doing the right thing with your life, mm-hmm. that's huge. Exactly. I mean, because most people don't know they're doing the right thing with their life. I mean, they're doing what they think they want to do, or they're trying to reach a point where they can do what they want to do, or whatever. But... You know, they don't really know I'm doing the right thing with my life. Exactly. There's still some doubt there, or maybe it would have been better if I'd have done this, or maybe I should do something different. But when you know that you're doing the right thing with your life, that in and of itself, just that alone is amazing.
1: Uh, And it's... Because you can really cover that up a lot, and that's what I feel I did. You know, I I covered that feeling up in so many layers of, you know. But I have this materialization, and about this, and about that, about that. But deepest, deepest at the inside of, uh, at my core, you know, you, I, I knew it that this is not it.
0: You yeah, know what I mean, it's like you. You do. Some people do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Some people do.
0: The fortunate do. The fortunate. Do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Mm.
0: And how you become fortunate is
1: start the journey.
0: Start the journey. You know, I think you said in your intro presentation or something, the longest journey starts with the first step. Mm. You know, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You know? and And, you know, we talked about habits, you know, last week or something that... Mm. You know, you need to develop these these spiritual habits, you know, because, you know, when something becomes a habit, it makes it so you do it when otherwise you might not even have done it. You know, it's just a habit to do it, so you do it. Exactly. You know, and we're talking about spiritual habits now because, you know, the material influence on us is very strong. You know, and some days you just don't want to do what you know you should do. Mm. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, the mode of ignorance is there, or the mode of passion is there, and you're you're either too lazy or too agitated or whatever. But because you've got this habit of practice, mm. you do it.
1: Yeah, I see.
0: And mm-hmm. that that supersedes or trumps the 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 influence of the ignorance or the passion mm-hmm. that may be, you know, predominant at that time. Exactly. So habits lead to success, you know, spiritual habits are, are basically something that should be seen as, I need to cultivate these spiritual habits. And that's why the whole yoga process, you know, bhakti yoga is and all the yoga teachings are filled with practices, do this, do this, do this. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, it promotes regularity and, and therefore cultivation of habits. Mm. And uh,
1: Because life goes up and down and and if you don't pursue, you know, those habits and you have no... No, nothing to hold on to when the waves of life come storming in. Like, yeah, like you said, you you feel like it, then you do it. You don't feel like it, and you don't do it because there's no habit there. Yeah,
0: no. yeah. I mean, look at the successful athletes. They got the Olympics coming up, and you know you're going to have the best athletes in the world. You know, go to Japan and show how good they are. Really, everybody's going there hoping to win, or at least, you know. do do good. And uh, they're all going there with a lot of training habits. All. You know, they've done their training when they didn't want to, when you know, it was very difficult to do it, you know, pushing through injuries and, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. mind conditions that weren't favorable and on and on and on. But they did it Mm -hmm. and therefore they are now in the Olympics. You see. <laughs> so if, if we can do it materially, which is really, you know, it's temporary. You know, everybody that wins a gold medal, it, it's that's a temporary thing. You know, and, you know, they're going to leave this world, you know, with a whole bunch of gold medals maybe. But, you know... It's a temporary achievement. But spiritual habits go with you through death, you know, right up to the end and beyond. When you leave the body, those habits, those achievements, those successes, that determination goes with you.
1: That's a very comforting idea. Like, it's not in vain, even though...
0: There's no loss, you know. The reality that the teachers are always telling us is there is no loss. In Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna asked Krishna, you know, what is the fate of a a yogi who becomes unsuccessful? You know, somehow he falls down, he doesn't achieve success. And Krishna describes there's no loss. Mm -hmm. You know, in his next life, he will either, you know, take birth in a, very favorable situation, aristocratic family, you know, a, a good facility for continuation of his spiritual journey. Maybe take place in a family of of spiritualist transcendentalist, you know, and from the very beginning of his life, he will be trained in spiritual, you know, truths, yeah. etc. In other words, he won't lose anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can't lose. And every person would like to have an investment that was foolproof, that you couldn't lose in.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you're investing your life in a foolproof investment. You you can't lose. (laughs) There is absolutely no possibility of losing, you know. So, you know, that's that's the best assurance that this is the right thing to do. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. All the things we, we've we referred to and discussed is about the self, but the century of the self is more and more, I'm the body, I'm the mind, this world is my home, I can be happy here, sensual pleasure is the goal, mm. et cetera. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, And all, it's all untrue, you know. Everything I just said is not true, none of it, you know. I'm not the body, I'm not the mind, this world's not my home, sensual pleasure will not make me happy, material success is temporary and fleeting, doesn't satisfy me, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: All flipped upside Mm -hmm. down.
0: (laughs) It's completely (laughs) upside down. And we invest our life in that. See? Yeah. We invest our life in that which is absolute guaranteed failure.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but as uh, I said
0: somewhere back in the, this discussion it's it's really about ignorance. We don't have the knowledge.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: We don't have the
1: knowledge. And if we don't have another option then like we better like we, we we seem to rather go somewhere than go nowhere. Like at least we're going somewhere. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause, well, what can we do? You know, you gotta.
0: You're gonna go somewhere yeah. because the soul is active by nature. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so everybody's going somewhere. So we need to learn out learn where to go and how to <laughs> how to go where to go and how to go.
1: Mm.
0: And uh, <laughs> so, yeah
1: but if, uh, m- maybe this is gonna be like upside down because this is the end of the program <laughs> but but maybe you can briefly mention like i don't know what, what your background background is palaiki just, just <laughs> i thought we were gonna say that but I kind of forgot because mm. like you you haven't you have been living this lifestyle for over fifty years now and that's
0: well, I, you know, if you've been to any of my other channels, like Happy Man or, or different uh, places where I have a presence on the Internet, you know, it's ex- I've explained that, yeah, I was always a pleasure seeker. I never was an a accumulator of wealth and fame. I just wanted to have a good time. That's all. I just wanted to have a good time, you know, and that meant I you know, had in my mind certain activities that I liked, and I mm. did those, and I liked it. <clears throat> so it was always outdoor-oriented, you know. I was, you know, raised on a farm, and, you know, the outdoors was everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I spent, you know, most of my time when I wasn't in school or something outside. Even when I was working on the farm, I was outside, you know, working in the field or whatever. It was outside. And, uh, you know, my activities were hunting and fishing, and that's what farm boys did in the part of the world where I grew up, and, you know, I, I, that's what I did. And so on and so on, and then I, you know, became attracted to ocean sports because I started working at, at the seaside during the summers to make money as a waiter to pay for my university education and, you know, the sea was the nature there. That's what the nature was. It was the sea. Mm, right and So I came became attracted to scuba diving and then uh, one day I s- saw a friend surfing and I went, wow, what is that guy doing? <laughs> and he was actually a friend. And this is a long story. Maybe we'll do it another podcast.
1: Because
0: <laughs> we're going to run out of time. Yeah. But anyway, the background is nature and, and you know, <laughs> simple living, you know, to a degree, and not trying to have a big profession and a lot of wealth and accumulated things. And, you know, it just led on and on to moving around and living in Hawaii and so on. So I... We can go into it more detail sometime if anybody's interested. Mm. You know, I don't like to talk about myself other than the fact it kinda makes a point of anybody can do this.
1: Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> I definitely if I can do it, anybody can do it kind of thing. You know, it's not like mm. some special thing. So yeah. If anybody's interested, you can let us know. We can discuss it a little little at some point. So Reuben, thank you very much. You know.
1: Thank you. And uh Thank you, Valentia.
0: We'll be back next week. Like I say, you know, you can invite your friends, leave your comments, ask your
1: questions. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to stay true to yourself and dare to break trade.